0: Hey guys, this is Seuss and welcome to another episode of Fanable Pitfall. In this episode, we have Laura Murley, Adrian Sexton, Leslie Bowen, and Marcus Hagen playing a game of Tiny Dungeon by Gallant Night Games. If you like listening to these folks and want to know more about them, links to their social media and shows is in the show notes. Anyway, Enjoy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fannable Podcast Network, and we're presenting once again Fannable Pitfall, where I, Jesus, bring in people I know from the improv community to play random role-playing games. And the game we're playing today is Tiny Dungeons, a super simple fantasy game where a group of wonderful, once I could say fantastic improvisers can play their to their fantasy dreams. So this particular story is about a band of adventurers, the Titans of Tarnia. They were the premier adventuring group of this land, known from towns, cities, villages. Then something happened. Starting from my left, could you tell me your actual name, your character name, and what a bit about what may have happened to break up the team?
1: Sure. My name is Marcus Haugen, and I play Romanik Dusso, the scoundrel. And uh, as the Titans of Tarnia? Tarnia. T- the Titans of Tarnia. Not a name I just made up right now. <laughs> <laughs> got a little more famous. It became a lot less about adventuring and a lot more about tavern openings and public appearances. And it started to be more about being famous than getting famous. And that wasn't for everybody.
2: Hi, I am Adrian Sexton. And I'm going to be uh, Sir Tarquin of Framingham. And um as the Tartans of Tar- Tarnia were, it's hard to say, um, <laughs> were gaining in popularity, uh, Sir Tarkin was facing a lot of opportunities that he never had before. Women were starting to pay attention to him. Um, you know, he was offered a position as a puppeteer at a children's workshop, which he thought would, would be a fun adventure. Which just kind of goes against the whole Titans of Tarnia thing.
3: My name is Leslie Bowen. My character for today is Harkus Malgan, and I'm a berserker. And you, you know, my my fellow colleagues have really covered covered the gambit, but had a little more flair and flavor. Fame goes to some heads more than it goes to others, and. Well, I personally don't fall into that category. You know, the the fame and fortune really really didn't entice me too much. You get a couple gold necklaces and does it really matter to you? No.
4: (laughs) Hey guys, I'm Laura Murley. I didn't take my Invisalign out for this, so I might lisp a little bit. My character's name is Tori, who's a blacksmith, and why I think that I'll I'm going to say we're like the Beatles of Tarnia uh broke up is because uh you know it was hard, I felt like we got away from our our mission like the scoundrel was saying like we do you call yourself the scoundrel? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh like the scoundrel I'm looking at right now uh was saying we got really far away from where we started. You know, we thought we we were on the same page. And then all of a sudden, the money's flowing, the booze is flowing, all these, like, people are buying fancier stuff that a blacksmith would make that I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I could have made something similar. And they're just like, well, this is the new hip thing. And, you know, I'm realizing I got away from my craft, too, and I don't really know what I'm doing anymore, who I am.
0: All right, so it has been about a year since the breaking of the Titans of Tarnia. And many a monster has gone unslayed. Many a, many a village has gone unsaved. Many, a warrior has gone unwarriored. You know what I mean. Mm. But it has been a year, and I'm going to say, starting with Leslie, or Harkus, uh, Harkus, Harkus, Harkis, Harkis. Harkis. Harkis Malgus. You chose this name. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so Harkis, it's been a year. What are you doing right now, by yourself?
3: Oh wow. It's been a great year. I've been living in the forest, just going wild. Really taking to my wild side, you know. Giving myself a chance to explore the livelihood of the forest, as it were. Mm. Climbing trees, building forts, talking to squirrels, the whole nine. Mm. The whole nine yards. Just really living the life.
0: And as you're there on actually climbing one of the largest trees in the forest, mm. you hear a voice from downstairs. So this is what you've come up to, huh? You look down and you see Maria. Maria was your handler. She was the one that gave you the- she was the one that talked to the guild to give you the powerful quest you used to have as the Titans of Tarnia. She's an older woman around her 60s, 60, 65, 66, and with a sort of no-nonsense attitude. And you at times you tried to intimidate her, but she just never- she just took it in. Because she's a boss. Why don't you put on some pants and get down here?
3: Okay, fine. Put on pants,
0: <laughs> if I have to. I'm assuming you jump down. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I put yeah.
3: on, I put on some some nice Dockers because I want Maria to be happy with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I pop down, pop down from the tree.
0: <sighs> so this is what you've been doing all day, riding around in a forest. I thought you were good at killing people. There's no people to kill here. Harkis.
3: Taking some time off for myself.
0: Oh, for the love
3: of... It's like a gap year.
0: <sighs> gap year nothing. Look at you. I see your pudge. Ow. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that a little bit of a harsh truth on you?
3: Yeah. Harkis? Yeah, I'm an angry bear, okay?
0: Really? When was the last time you raged? Honestly. I why. Been a while. Give me a timetable, Market Harkus. Give me a time.
3: Nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, for the
0: love of Guardia! Fine. You know what? Here, and she gives you. A, uh, she gives you an envelope.
3: Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah. Open it.
3: I'm opening it.
0: <laughs> and you see the clear signs of a of a quest contract. <laughs> oh wow! It's about time the Titans of Tarnia went back together. I can't have you be idiots anymore. You're needed for a mission. Whoa.
3: You mean I gotta go talk to all the titans and get us back together?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you do. Once you get, once you meet each of them and get you, go to the tavern in uh, the town of Halstock.
3: Tavern in the town of Halstock. Mm-hmm. Got it. Alright. Do you know where any of the titans are? We haven't talked in a long time.
0: Well, I feel like I know where Sir Tarquin is, and she gives you a location. Where is Sir Tarquin?
2: Sir Tarquin? i I've- I've-, I've- I'm, you know, I, I'm hanging out in its cabin and it's just by a little brook and it's got one of those, uh, wheels outside that like chums the water and it's just really nice. It's just a really nice place. It's just me and my books and I I've got my puppets, but they're in, they're in the casket. I haven't really touched them in a while, you know, and, and I've been living here for about a
3: year. I'm just feeling relaxed. It's a really long description, Maria. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Go to Tarquin.
3: I'm going. Get him. Go, go. <laughs> no, I'm going. <laughs> <ificant noise> <Yeah. ���ual> yeah. Yeah. Knock, knock.
2: Oh, God. I know that one. that you? Hey. Oh, <laughs> you put on pants.
3: <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say you put on weight. Pants is (laughs) way nicer. I'm being kind. I've always been known. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have assumed that. I was talking to Maria. Okay. Let me back up a little bit. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. I got this letter about a quest. Oh. They need us to reunite the Titans. So Maria, my handler. You remember Maria. I I
2: remember Maria. I gave her that nice description of where I was staying.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I found you. (laughs) So anyway, she pointed out my pudge, and it just has made me really self-conscious. No, you know about it's fine. It you, you know, weight. you
2: are beautiful inside <laughs> and out. Don't look at me that way. I, I mean that sincerely. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, Thank as, you. Sorry, as a question, I, I am a true and honorable person, and I always speak from my heart. Yeah, you know yeah. that, right? What, so, could, can I? Want to see my puppet? Yeah, bring him out. <laughs> Oh, look, it seems we have a visitor. I don't know who you are. What's your name, Mr. Bear?
3: Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Harkis, Harkis Malgan. Oh! oh. Known Sir Targan for, for a long time. He's polite. So polite! Yeah, I try to be, you know. People yeah. see a big, scary bear and they think, ah! So, try to go the other way with it. Anyway. It's so friendly no, that's... <laughs> that's not a nice thing to say. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. oh you know I'm gonna get angry. No. oh I don't have a lot of control over it. I don't want to get angry. Okay, so I've put him back in the casket. Time okay. for you to go. Bye. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, here, I have this letter from Maria about the quest that we need to go on. We're gonna go to Hallstock, tavern there. But first, we gotta get everybody together, so... Gotta oh, find Romanek and Tori. You
2: know, I, we kind of left on bad terms. Yeah, I know. But
3: this has gone well so far. So far, Given yeah. everything that happened between us. I know. You know, I know Stacy wasn't
2: all that was cracked up to be, but I
3: was, I was in love with her. Yeah, she's basically the Yoko,
0: you know.
2: Yep. Yoko didn't really break up. the Okay, Beatles. we can have this
0: fight <laughs> <point> on a <many laughs> different day. About- we got to find okay, Romanik right, and Tori. Let me open up this letter. Okay. okay.
2: Oh, it's a description of where Romanik is.
3: Wait, really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Where is Romanik?
3: Ooh.
1: Uh, cut to. <laughs> <laughs> A restaurant called the Sizzling Hoof, and back in the kitchen working as a short order cook is do Dusso, and he's dipping goat hooves into a big bubbling vat of molten uh, troll fat.
0: Where are those hooves?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm hurrying.
0: Move your slow butt, Harkin No, sorry. What's your character? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> ro- move your slow butt, Romanik. Romanik.
1: He looks either way to make sure no one can see him, and then he goes. Ugh, this smells like ass. Good thing I love eating ass. <laughs> and he pulls a hoov out of the basket and he pops it in his mouth and starts crunching on it. Alright.
3: I'd know that ass eating chomp <laughs> anywhere. Oh it smells like ass in here. Romanick! Romanik! Romanik! Huh?
1: What? Where are you two doing at my restaurant? We've come
3: to
2: order the number three. No, just kidding. We, we...
1: You're our number
3: three. Yes. Look, okay, so I was in the woods, and Maria, you remember Maria, my handler, right? Yeah, I remember like 60-ish. Maria. 60-ish, yeah. So she came to talk to me and made me put on these dockers, so that's why I'm wearing them now. They're tan. I like them a lot. They're very comfortable. They yeah, look those good. look
1: nice. Thank you. A lot better Thank than you. my cooking pants.
3: Yeah, those are covered in grease. You should yeah. really wash them at least once a week. Besides the okay, point. That's a good tip. Yeah. Maria gave us this letter for quest. Do you have it, Sir Tardin? Oh yeah, letter? here it's in this letter. Yeah. Here. Oh. So we came to find you because they, they, they need us.
1: Uh Romanic takes out from the back of his apron a sharp spatula and he cuts the letter open. Smearing grease all over <laughs> it. And he pulls Be careful. it out.
2: Yeah. What?
1: That's says Tory's location Wow. This
3: has been very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> four different letters. I should have read the letters before it's I started of, no, but going. Nice, it is us nice. Us it's like a scavenger hunt kind yeah. of deal.
1: Okay, I may have mm-hmm. to talk to my boss about taking some PTO. But <laughs> okay. after that, we can get out of here. All right, Oh, yeah. okay,
3: cool. You want us to just wait while you have that conversation?
1: Yeah, it might be a minute or two. He's talking to some of the uh, mead salesmen right now, trying out different strains. I'm not allowed to try them, but... Mm. Um, he like he likes to go through them himself personally. So maybe we could get like a number three. Oh, that would just, be. Like, chill out I'm, I'm kind
2: of
3: hungry. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know. A long journey. I, are you sure you want
3: to eat that though? It does kind of <laughs> smell like ass. I'm not really an <laughs> ass eating yeah. guy. You, you, this you is, you is not like the
1: restaurant <laughs> for you. <laughs> no, it <laughs> all no, smells no. like ass.
3: All right, so maybe we'll we'll like, we'll, like hang out outside. Yeah, we'll be outside. You can talk to your boss, and you just meet us outside. Cool.
0: Yep. Uh, you guys wait outside, and you do hear, it takes about ten minutes, but there is a significant amount of screaming, throwing of silverware, more screaming, throwing of tables, and then uh Romnick walks out. Okay, he says I can have one day off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> cool, let's... Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> so where was Tori?
0: Hmm? Oh, yes, the letter. <laughs> where is Tori?
4: Tori's been really down on their luck. Uh, in this mud hut type situation, you know, failed business, didn't work out, and tried to go back to the basics because there's this corporate conglomerate of blacksmithy swords and other materials that opened up right next door. And on this very day, Tori's sitting in um their dirt hut just thinking about how, you know, a few moons ago... They uh, sent their address in an envelope to all their friends, thinking maybe they'd uh, come by and help out and buy a few things, and they never came by. And if they were to come by soon, we'd be actually kind of pissed and not happy to see them anymore.
3: Knock, knock!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Romanek is lingering behind them, and he's like, Guys, Tori's giving me some seriously bad vibes.
4: Guys... No need to knock. I can see you through the holes in the mud hut. Hey,
2: Tori, you look
4: you look good. Don't lie to me.
3: I'm covered in mud. It works for you. Yeah, it's a nice, it's
1: exfoliating.
3: It's not like Romanek's grease pants. Can you see? Yeah, apparently
1: you're forward. supposed to wash them once a week. I did not do that. At least once a week. At least once a week. Uh,
4: who has time to wash once a week? Okay. I I do all the time. I'm the most
3: cleanliest of the lot. Mm. You know,
2: look at me. You could, you, could, you could eat eggs off of my body.
1: Mm. I'm sure that'll come up again later.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, that could be good for us. You mm-hmm. can't eat eggs off my body, but you can suck grease out of my pants, and I do.
4: You know what? I am pretty hungry, so I am going to take you up on that
1: offer. <laughs> Romanek extends his leg out,
0: <laughs> and as you're there sucking on some fuses uh, <laughs> you hear <a laughs> you hear a knock on the door. Well, the mud, well it's a mud door, so it kind of tap, tap, then s- topple. Ah,
5: it uh, tickles.
0: Yeah, and you see the you re- would recognize this form, Tori. the fat over like the fat form of uh, of Claudius. The head of blacksmithing swords and other materials shop.
4: This guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, look at that! You finally got some customer story. I am so proud of you.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't trust that evil laugh.
0: <laughs> this is the most trustworthy laugh I could ever. <laughs> Romanek still has his leg up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's so sad to see such a. Great and powerful. Well, no, you were never really a good blacksmith. Here.
4: Oh, hey, oh, hey! I was at a time. I had my time.
0: Yes, all five minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Listen to me, Tory. Think it's about time you uh, face the facts and uh, takes this big story and sell me your little plot of land so I can take it over as it should be.
4: No thanks, man. <coughs>
0: I just finally
4: got some calories out of these grease pants, and I'm feeling a lot more strong.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Claudius, you look like a man who would enjoy some greasy pants. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Thrusts his butt in
0: Claudius' direction. (laughs) I'm gonna take that as a personal insult, and I'm going to hire, uh, no, I'm going to have two thugs come into the room and beat all of you to death. Uh, Is that okay uh, with everyone? No, no, no. no. I I got nothing to live (laughs) for. That she said yes. And then uh, you see uh, behind him these two massive men that are almost as wide as they are tall. And they're like tall, like six feet tall. Walk in. He's like, "Knuck, Kools, kill them. We're rolling for initiative. First combat of the round. Wow. So this is how initiative works. Initiative is we're going to determine who goes first. So I want everyone to roll. Take two dice. Roll them and add them together.
4: That's it, sorry. <laughs>
0: Nine. Nine. Six. Six. I get ten. Ten five. Five. Alright. So five and ten. And for the two thugs? They go at seven. So thugs go at seven.
3: I can't ruin my dockers, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm feeling dizzy. Okay, so Tarquin and Romney go first. Who wants to go first? Between the two of you.
3: I
2: shall go first, All because right. I am a questing knight, and I am, I am, I'm brave, I'm full of courage. That's right, that's what my therapist would tell me, that I, I, the courage is within me, and I can do whatever I want, All because right. I can make that happen. That's right, Tarquin, yes you can, you are Tarquin, 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 T, T for true.
0: Hey, little hey, man, but... you're gonna keep talking to yourself, or you're going to fight? <laughs> no!
2: <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, and let me get my trusty arm sword out. Oh. <laughs>
0: let me? Back up a little bit to explain combat to you. Every turn, you gain two actions. Okay. And during a a action, you can use it to move. You can use it to attack. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you're going to attack. I'm going to attack. Okay, but you're saying you're trying to pull out your sword. Yeah, I guess that's going to take a turn. uh, Take an action, so you can attack only once this turn.
5: Oh no,
2: because
0: you're pulling out your sword for that one one of your turns. Okay, so basically you can attack once, and since it's with with your special sword, you can roll three d six. Three of those, and then tell me if you get a five or a six.
2: I got it. I got it.
0: All right, yeah. You cause one damage, but these are big guys. They're not little guys. So basically, you do like, significant damage with your swords. like, a oh, little puny man. It's like, oh, that's a sword. Okay, that's in me. That is in me right now. I'm so right. You, you do damage to one of the thugs. Oh, I'm brave. <laughs> okay, Romanic. What Romanic wants to do is
1: scamper between Nuck and Coles and pluck the cigar out of Claudius's mouth. And then go, hey, Knuckles, let me give you a hand and slam the hot
0: tip of the cigar into one of their eyes. Yeah. Are you going to do it on the injured one or the fresh one? (laughs) The injured one. (laughs) Okay, now this is because you picked improvised weapon. This counts as an improvised weapon. Somehow. (laughs) So you roll 2d6 and tell me if you get a five. Nope. Okay, but you get two actions. So you can do it again if you want. Yeah. But, but no, no, it's an improvised, and you said it's a cigar, so you need to get, can you think of another improvised weapon you have? Because the cigar didn't work. Cigar didn't work. I um, know no, if it was a regular weapon, you could use it again, but this is a cigar that you really try to put in his eye and it's already out. Um, I see
1: on the wall of this mud hut a spur. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> it's a blacksmith shop and they someone ordered some spurs. All right,
0: yeah. So you, you grab the spur and you try to attack again. Roll it.
1: Yeah. Wait, can I say how I want to attack? Yes, of course. I want to strap on the spurs and then climb up on their shoulders and click my heels together on their head. Jesus Christ, you're a monster, it. <laughs> oh, she,
5: this
0: this dude is just dodging your blows left and right. Mm. Oh, so unlucky. All right, so leave. Next is oh, wait. Do I get three? Oh, or right. Second. You're right. yeah, with uh, well, let me get the check the rules again. Okay. I think it was right. One extra action. Yeah, you get to attack again. Okay. Hey, Romanek, maybe don't make it so showy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's just,
2: just him. So yeah. grab,
0: grab another random item. Ooh, I see I'm gonna it. say that's too rule from now. If you want to use improvised weapons, you always have to think of something new you're trying to attack with. Okay, that's fair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um,
1: I see. It looks like Tori has taken up jump rope recently, <laughs> and there is a jump rope uh, laying next to Tori's.
4: <laughs> hey, I need that for an exercise.
1: Yeah. Well, you can have it back. Right after this game of double dutch, <laughs> Romanek grabs it and he snaps it in the hard end that he's not holding and it flies and it hits Nuck right in the nuts. <laughs> Roll it. <laughs>
5: Jesus. Why are you, why?
0: Oh. So this is, this is what you see. You see arrogantly, you see Romney walk in with his cigar. Ha ha! And you see, the, you see the, the thug dodge to the right. And you see him go, try to climb a pub, but he, he just kind of falls off the guy as he tried to go for the head. He's like, and you see the, the thug dodge to the left. And he goes like, well take this! And, and hit the wall right next to the thug. And the thug stops. Looks left. Looks at Romney. And this thug is going to use his turn to punch you in the face. <laughs> oh look at that! That's a five. That's what a success looks like. Mm. Take one damage as he literally just punches you in the face. A nice simple punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. I think I learned something.
3: I'm getting the hang of being a battle. <laughs> We're all rusty. It's all right.
1: The Ron. other
0: thug is gonna go for the person that did cause some t- uh, some damage, Sir Tarquin, and huh? try to also punch you in the stomach. Oh god! And also succeeds. Take one damage.
4: Oh <laughs> oh oh.
0: Alright. Tori. Yes. What are you doing?
4: Okay, um, I have this special weapon buried underneath the floor for just this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big axe, so I'm going to dig it up mm-hmm. and then I'm going to swing it and try to decapitate uh, one of the thugs.
0: Alright, go ahead and decapitate it. And since this is your special weapon, mm-hmm. this is a 3d6 because this is your special home. So roll three of those dice and then Oh. Yeah, and then just tell me if you get a five or a six. You uh, get a six, so I'm assuming you're attacking the injured one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, after the wonderful display from Romnick, you see, uh, like like just just, just with a, just a board, just move, just go, dig into a pile of random weapons, pull out her uh, her ax that looks rusted and has been used in years, and with one hand, he- with actually it's a two handed weapon, so with a two handed swing, chops off the head of Nuck, and because you have the cleave ability. Uh, basically, once you kill somebody, you can try to attack the next person, the per- another mm-hmm. person next to him, but with a disadvantage, so roll a 1d6, and tell me if you get a 5 or a 6. So roll one of those.
4: One of these. Yep,
0: and roll, tell me if you get a 5 or a 6.
4: Uh, no, just a right. 3. So you,
0: you decapitate one, mm-hmm. cures amount of blood, just gushing all over the mud hut. Place mm-hmm. is ruined, by the way. Mm-hmm. And try to go for the other guy, but the other guy dodges out of the way. Okay. Uh, our berserker, Harkus.
3: Yes, hello. Yeah. Ah! My trusty, larger-than-reasonable mallet <laughs> that I left in Tori's care in this blacksmith shop, mud hut. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick that up and swing it! Roll 3d6. I told you you'd need that someday. Thank <laughs> you so much for holding on to it for me. I really appreciate it. I got a six.
0: You do one damage as you basically slam this thug to the side into the wall. Ha-ha! <laughs> Top of the round. Uh, Sir Tarquin or Romanek? Uh,
2: yes, I, I, sh- I shall... Um, take this stick that I found on the ground and stick it in the the devil's eye.
0: Now, that sounds like an improvised oh, weapon. Oh, no, you-
2: I don't have any improvised
0: So weapons. you could do this, but it's going to be at a disadvantage, so roll a 1d6. Oh,
2: but I would ri- much rather do it at- with an advantage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so use your sword. Oh, of
2: course, my sword, my
0: sword. <laughs> of course.
2: Me trying to be brave all the time. Yep. I have
0: a sword. All right, yeah, you stab into the... Actually, you already caused damage, so the guy slammed into the wall because of... uh his blow, and basically you take that moment to just stab him through the neck. Blood gushing everywhere. And you see, uh, you see Claudius go like, well, this is unexpected. Uh, well! Oh, look at the time on my skin. I should probably go, uh, have a wonderful business, I'll be out, and he starts walking away.
1: And then, uh, Ramanik, with, he's like holding his mouth from the blow, and then he spits a tooth, and it lodges perfectly, and knocks the an eye, and it quivers for a moment. And then, Romanik says, And now you'll always remember the night you fought the Titans.
4: (laughs) That was our signature thing
3: leaving teeth in people. (laughs) It sounds like we're just gonna let Claudius walk away. I
4: suppose so. Do whatever
0: you want to do.
2: Hey, Claudius. Oh. You you, You think that you can send these goons in here to kill us? and You're just gonna walk away?
0: Well, uh, Obviously no of course not how about i give you a lot of money to forget this ever happened
3: mm-hmm. oh my God, he has money wait that's how we got estranged in the first place. Oh. We had all that money, and it tore us
4: apart. But you know what didn't estrange us? Killing a lot of people.
1: Wait, what? Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, that's true. We really bonded over that. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. kill this guy and throw his money in the trash.
0: Yeah. 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 And no rule required. You do. You guys just murder a dude. Like just all of you combined. It is a mess. Right next. Right next to his. Right next to his shop, the blacksmithing uh, swords and other materials so his employees are walking outside and seeing this murder happen and you're just covered in blood and you stare at them and go like Titans of Tarkin, back Don't kill us please.
3: Guys I got blood all over my dockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Maria's gonna be so she's gonna be so sore at me.
3: But we should probably go to uh, the the tavern in Holostock. I can get some new dockers on the way. I think there's a Banana Republic
1: <laughs> there, nearby. Okay. Alright I guess I'll get a uh, Funnel neck sweater as well. If we're going, cool.
3: Yeah. Oh, Tori, I forgot to mention. Uh, Maria put us all wants us all to get back together, go on a quest. She said to go to the tavern in Hallstock once we were all back together. And then those thugs came in, so we didn't really get a chance to like talk to you.
4: Yeah, but I think I got that. the gist of it. Okay, like, cool. When, you know, I all you guys all showing up as a unit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you
3: down? You're like in.
4: Yeah, I was mad at you at first, but then we killed that guy, and I feel a lot
3: better. Yeah,
1: yeah, bloodlust really keeps our friendship going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I missed you guys. I missed
2: you guys.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Banana Republic <laughs> and Halston. stuff. Oh, I've got a gift card.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, after visiting the ye old Banana Republic, oh, you head to help. Host-
1: can we do like the like a thing where we exit
0: all looking fly as hell? From <laughs> yeah. Actually, the- what, what do your new adventuring duds look like? <laughs> As you're all slow motion walking out of the Banana Republic.
3: So we see we see Harkis Malgin strutting out of the old Banana Republic. He's got a fresh, fresh pair of dockers, tan still, classic look. and then uh, nice nice white button down, sweater vest. it's gray over top of the button down. He's looking fly. He's looking fresh <laughs> to death. He's ready for any job interview or first date scenario situation. <laughs> Uh,
2: that Sir Tarquin is wearing a, uh, a navy blue sweater with a white button down underneath and with a maroon tie with little, uh, navy blue, uh, checks, uh, patterning in the tie. And he's wearing, you know, he was able to find, he, Tarquin is so gangly and long and then it's so nice to find pants that fit and that are long. And so those legs are kicking around and Boing 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 <laughs> down the street.
1: Ooh, and then <laughs> Romanik is wearing mahogany-colored velvet pants and like a cream sweater with a crisscross pattern on it. <laughs> and he's got a pair of sunglasses on, and he goes, "Squad, let's it roll out!" And then he falls face first into a the famous Tarnia grease puddle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh Guess I'm gonna have to get my weekly wash in early
4: (laughs) Tori is wearing the same old mud-covered clothes But their neck is holding every necklace in the store (laughs) That's shiny and gold and fake (laughs) diamonds
3: Guys, we look awesome. Mm. I and that. I just want to say, I'm so glad you had a gift card because you know what money does to us. And yeah. this really looks like we're dripping money, but we got it all at a discount. <laughs> That's right. Very important for us to remember, I think. I, I love you guys. I love Caring you Caring. Caring. Man, this year apart I
0: think really did a lot of good yeah. for all of us. Let's all put our hand in the center and say our famous chant. What is the famous Titans of Darnia <laughs> Chant.
5: Oh,
1: <laughs> Nellie. Oh, oh, baby. baby.
4: <laughs> Just,
3: wow, that was so great to do that again. <laughs> Just like old time, yes. <laughs> oh, the tavern. Let's move um, well, the host on, yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. So you walk inside the large tavern. The, the town of Halstark is a fairly large town. It gets, it gets a lot of visitors. It's one of those uh, commerce towns. And inside is a large uh, living space with like uh, six or seven tables, large bar at the back with a wide variety of spirits. And sitting in one, uh, near the one of the corners in one of the tables is the familiar form of Maria, a tallish, dark-skinned woman. She sort of looks like a very muscular Whoopi Goldberg. With like with li- with a uh, grayish braids and a no nonsense attitude, and she's just she's uh, leaning back on her chair, her feet are on the table. She looks like she's waiting. She has like what looks like a giant uh, half of a giant hog on the table that she's just chewing down with her bare hands. <laughs> and just looks up. What took you so long? She spits it out. We went shopping.
3: We also got in a fight. We had to fight yeah. some th-
0: thugs. Hmm, I could see that, that you've got a vibrancy. This is what happens when you kill people. You should do that more.
4: That's what I've been saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. We killed
1: a guy who smoked a cigar. Pretty oh. big anti-tobacco ad, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> An even bigger Banana Republic ad, if you <laughs> ask me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, take a seat. Uh, what sort of drinks you want?
3: I'll
4: have um clamato. Clamato. I'll have a gin and tonic.
0: Gin and tonic.
1: I'll have
0: a mead on the rocks. Mead on the rocks. Always fancy with you, huh?
3: I'll do a, a pomplamoose for the Lacroix.
0: Whatever you said. <laughs> and she, you see, her Barker order at the bartender. The bartender is like a large, brutish man. Just nods his head, gets some drinks together, and just he's sort of like throws him at, he he makes him and literally throws him at Maria, and Maria catches it. He just puts him on the table. Now, all of you know, Maria is an old school adventurer. She's been, she's, she only, she retired, she was retired and became a handler, but before then, she was known as Maria the Murderer. One of the greatest adventurers of her time. Alright. So, I can see, it's natural that you go guys kill together, so you're a team again. I'm happy for that. You can't let your scene break up again. Because I've had a lot of business, I lost a lot of business when you guys broke up. We clear?
4: Aye, aye. I got nowhere else to be, ma'am.
1: Yeah, Maria, if we'd known how much it was going to disappoint you, we never would have done it. We sort of
0: look at you like a mentor and a mom. Uh, Romnick, you always know the right thing to say. Alright, so, I needed your team, because we've got a mission. The usual, evil wizard.
4: Kill him Maybe?
0: What other type of job is there?
4: I don't know. It just seems like there the pause that something more was coming.
0: Well, okay, yes, evil wizard, technically the official wizard of a kingdom.
3: Hmm. Oh, what does that mean to be the official wizard of a kingdom? Did they
0: elect?
4: Him? is he more like a figurehead or is he doing day to day spell stuff? Like a constitutional
2: monarchy?
0: well uh, well, constitutional monarchy.
2: Yes,
3: well, they're just sort of a figurehead,
2: and then, you know, that they, they, they run the daily But I'm just feeling so much pressure to answer this question.
3: <laughs> you think the Articles I'm, of Confederation, no. before before the United States mm-hmm. had a full on constitution and was a democracy, there was some, some period in
0: between. I'm not sure about that. But, uh,
4: how
2: is the <clears throat> Magna Carta
4: factor? <laughs> let's let's no. let her answer, guys. Yeah. All
0: right. Sorry, uh, Maria. You see the familiar look Maria has whenever Tarquin talks about his book learning. She's uh, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> just mm-hmm. looking at it like, uh, uh, what? It, I, I'm not exactly sure. Um, all I know is that he's some old wizard that was disappeared for a few centuries. Has come up in this kingdom, and suddenly has made this uh, kingdom made him his their official wizard. I'm suspecting a little foul play. Maybe some mind control or something. Maybe mm. you can do some research into what this wizard, who this wizard really is. But uh, it's been the other nations are a little worried, so we're taking sort of like a secretive mission to try to find a way to kill this guy, so he, so he doesn't stop controlling the king. King Lazarus. Mm. As for the wizard, like I said, we don't know anything about him. He just showed up.
3: Well, Sir Darwin, you're pretty good at research. Probably. Well, I'm glad.
0: Mm. I must consult the texts. Yeah, well, do your thing. Just saying that's your mission. So head to the nation of Larsar. Go over there. Try to find a way to sneak or attack the kingdom. I wouldn't suggest maybe a full front attack because, you know, army in the way. But if you could find some way to grab this wizard guy and off him... Then in the end, you've done a good service, and you killed a person. Bonus. Hmm. All right. Any That's questions? Up.
4: Where can we find the wizard in the town?
0: That's your job to figure it out.
4: Ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Good luck. And she she yells at the bartender. The bartender uh, throws a mead uh, a mead uh, can, grabs it, and she chugs it, throws it at the wall, and walks out.
2: And Tarquin notices that there's a pile of hay over in the corner, and he knows that it's rustling, and it's making a little neighing sound.
5: Nee. I, I, I know
2: that. Nee. I, I, I know that sound. And he walks over to the pile of hay, and inside is his smart pony, <laughs> that he had been estranged from for over a year. Napoleon. Nay. Nee. No, oh Napoleon! No, no don't look at me. That like. Stacy said she loved me. Nay. No, but she's gone now. She's gone. She's decided to become a yoga instructor. And hey, so now- I-, I know. I know. I should have known better. And I, you I- know, but the but but the Titans are back together. Nay. Yes, and we're gonna go on a mission. Nay. Hi, Napoleon. Nay. We need you. I I I need you.
5: Nay.
1: Yay. And over in the other corner, Romanek notices a pile of poop, <laughs> and he hears a rustling in the poop, <laughs> and an oinking coming out. He's like, oh shit, that must be my dumbass teacup pig, Little Tony. <laughs> oink, 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 oink. Little well, Tony, you down for an adventure? oink. Okay, because I'm going to need you to bring your egg in this time. Wink. You guys, little Tony
0: is in. Oh, you see the most yeah. mobster-looking teacup ti- ti- t- 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 pig ever. You, it's He's actually in, a, like, a mafia suit for whatever reason, also covered in poop. Wink.
4: Tony is secretly thinking, hmm, if times get a little bit hard, either of these animals seem like they'd be pretty tasty. <laughs>
0: Little Tony gives you a side like he knows what you're thinking, Tori.
4: Mm. Yeah. Oink.
3: All right, I'll go for you, second.
0: <laughs> Oink. All right.
3: That's great. We got all these animals now. <laughs> it doesn't really put us in a direction. Okay. <laughs> <where we> go. <laughs> I guess we can. Uh, uh, so I'm thinking, thinking out loud. So brainstorm with me together. Yeah. That's what we do. We're a team. Yeah. Yeah. So, Larsar. We go there. Talk to some town people, shop around a little bit, see what we find out.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that works for me. And if all else fails, well, Tony and I used to drink a lot of fairy sweat and go on spirit quests. (laughs) Perhaps that could bring some clarity to what we're trying to do here. Mm. That
4: sounds great.
1: (laughs) I can always consult the ancient texts with the maps that are shown backwards when you
2: look at it through a mirror under the moonlight. Under the Jupiter Harvest.
3: Yeah, I'm done for the spirit journey. Uh, oh. You can do the textbook thing. All right, you do yeah.
0: two separate things. All right, that's cool. So let's do... Uh, where do you go to do your research? Right in the tall tower. Yep. Yeah, you go to the one of the tall towers in Halstock, with a primary place for research in the area, and it actually has a bunch of your old books. They never bothered moving them.
2: Oh, my goodness. Look at all these treasures I never thought I could see again.
0: Oh, the history of
2: rocks. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: and the color of the sky
5: <laughs>
2: and oh here's one the, the ancient maps of tarnia
0: all right, all right. Let's research roll 3d6 and see what you get
2: I got to
0: sit. All right. You're looking through the, the tomes. It takes about an hour. You're, you're searching through the tomes, looking through the guides, and you realize, uh, going through about uh, the nation of Alasar and you realize that centuries ago, there was a dark wizard that roamed the land that took control oh so long ago. A dark wizard called Sigway. Sigway was a dark wizard, a necromancer specifically. Oh. Who took control of the land and was nearly took over the world. But in the in the city of Lazar, a group of heroes were able to stop him. No specifics of how they defeated him, but they were able to stop him. And he, he should have been killed if he resurrected somehow. Well, it makes sense. He is a necromancer. But that's who you're facing. Oh, boy.
2: The guys are going to really hate this.
0: <laughs> Cut scene tune, Where are you having your spirit quest? In the short tower. In the shortest shortest tower in the <laughs> Literally one floor. It, it's it's one floor, but it still has that cur- that cone top at the top. And it, you know what? And you left. That's you left your po- your your macrame there.
1: <laughs> oh, nice! I was looking for this. <laughs> he stuffs it in his greasy pants. <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, who takes the spirit quest?
3: I'll go with you. I'm I'm definitely down if you no, if both of you are going on the quest. All I'm of going us and quest. little
1: Tony are all
0: going to snort this fairy sweat. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I want all of you to roll a 2d6 to see if you can handle the fairy sweat. Tell me if you make a five or a six. No. Nope. Yes.
3: Nope.
0: <laughs> Romnick Here okay. Romnick and Tori. <laughs> It's it's a it, dude. It's a bad trip. It is a bad bad trip. Oh God! You see things. You see you see like like space elves and everything. Nothing at all related to your to what you're <laughs> looking for at all. But man, it's you're gonna be throwing up for days. Ooh, and maybe
1: like uh some giant hooves are dipping Dominic <laughs> <into some> oil.
0: <laughs> Harkus, you see eternity. You you have a vision. You close your eyes. At first, there's pain, but there is silence, and there's a peace. And you look up and around you the sky You're floating on a cloud, a red cloud Around you is a red sky And you see before you a giant bear oh. the, A giant red bear oh, The awesome. bear, you know him That Your god, the bear of rage What's your god's name? Darren! Darren, the go- bear <laughs> god of rage It has been a long time Harkis, since you've come before me
3: I'm so sorry about that I've been in the forest I kind of lost myself for about a year taking some time off, trying to find myself and control f- my rage. Why? I'm scared Why would it. you
0: control your rage?
3: I'm scared of it. It's scared? It's terrifying.
0: Ah, I understand this, child. Rage can be a scary thing, but it can also be focused on your enemies and people you want to kill. She give, He uh, gives a nice gentle pat on your on your cheek, this god of rage and death and destruction. Ow. word <laughs> of telling does go a little too, too hard. Understand, my child, you are one of my most prized warriors. You have it in you to kill so many people and not be overtaken by your rage. Use it as a weapon. But I see you come here for a purpose. A vision. And yeah, I will yeah. give it to you. And the vision, your vision changes to what you assume is this city of of uh, of Lasar. Inside Lasar, in the middle of this giant town, is a massive castle. And you zoom in and in and closer and closer. And you see uh, it goes, uh, inside, you see, go through numerous corridors and doors, and you go to what looks like a grand ballroom. And inside the ba- ballroom, you see numerous, uh, nobles, uh, men and women just walking around. Strange, they're walking around, they're, they're shuffling around. They're not, there's no real movement to their faces. And your image is strange to one end of the ballroom, and you see a throne where you assume the king is. The king is just sitting there, his head toppled to the side. And standing next to this king is a man in a dark, Black cloak, staring ahead, looking into an orb. The, the, you can't really see his face. It's, it, it, the face is fully enveloped by this dark cloak. But you see, you have a feeling there's something very wrong with the people inside that court, that ballroom. Hello. And you see the head of the of the person look up, and you see the image of a, of a pale pale face, and you see him blow some, blow at you, and you your vision ends. Your trip is over, and you had, that was the best trip of your life. <laughs> well, uh, your friends are not feeling well.
1: Whoa. Well. Yeah, we're still tripping, and we are inside the banana oligarchy. <laughs> All the clothes barons are shoving layer after layer of scratchy clothes on us.
3: <laughs> yep. Guys. Guys. Oh! Oh! It's oh? okay. Rom, <gasps> Roman's me. Harkus. Tori? Uh,
1: Harkis. You okay? I think the wizard has something to do. With Banana Republic.
3: Harkis slaps Romanek in the face. Don't you ever say anything like that about Banana Republic ever again.
1: I'm sorry. I just, I had a bad trip. Little
0: Tony wasn't even there. You look look at little Tony and he is having the time of his life as far as you can. Whatever vision he's having, he he is balling. Oh, damn, he mm-hmm. looks happier than a bacon mm-hmm. in place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, guy, I I had a vision. I know where we need to go. There was a ballroom and an orb and a pale guy. The king had his head cocked to the side. It was a whole thing. There was a castle. We just got to find the castle. And I'm going to assume that's where you walk in, Target. Guys. Whoa.
2: <gasps> hey. You guys look fucked up. I feel great. You look great. Thank you so much. Uh, uh. Oh, uh, uh, so I, I, I consulted the the texts, and there, there's a ne- the wizard is a necromancer, and his name is Seju. Uh, Whoa, does that, that mean anything to
3: you? I okay, so I just tripped real hard, and it was awesome. I saw Darren. The, the bear god the bear god of <laughs>
4: wait did you say his name was sesway 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 oh. wow when we were at banana republic there was a particular sweater called sesway <laughs> that was the same color purple as the court that they have uh, at- right outside of the
3: king's castle yeah
1: and i remember it being long and almost robe like
3: that Okay, I saw that too, a hundred percent. Now I'm, you know what, Romanek, I'm sorry I slapped you. I just have a really big brand loyalty for Banana Republic. <laughs>
1: hey, that's fine, buddy. What's a couple slaps between friends? Romanic spits another tooth and it lodges in the wall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're right. It's nothing. Anyway, Sir Targan. That also reminds I my vision. Okay, so I was tripping. I saw the bear god Darren, and then I, he showed me a castle and a ballroom. If people kind of shuffling around, kind of zombie-like, if I'm going to be real about it, now that you've said necromancer, that makes me think
2: that must be his his
3: like his, dead his, undead his army. His, yeah, yeah. But hey, we so we just need to go to the castle, kill some undead people, and then kill the wizard,
1: right? Seems straightforward enough. You're in a lot of killing, and that sounds great to me. Yeah, me
3: too. Hands in, chant time, and then we go. (laughs) Whoa,
5: Whoa,
1: Nelly. Nelly. Oh, Oh, baby. baby. (laughs) (laughs) Napoleon. Come on, little Tony, and he starts to shove little Tony in his pocket, and it doesn't
0: really work, and it rips the pocket open.
5: (laughs) Nay. (laughs)
0: So, with the chant of Whoa, Nelly, oh, baby, you head off. <laughs> it takes about a two day travel walking or riding. Uh, so, you have your horse. Does anyone else have a ride?
1: I've got this scooter.
0: Okay, the scooter. Um,
1: I'm like riding little Tony like a surfboard. <laughs> surfboard.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Um, I'm just like. Angrily stomping along <laughs> to the side of them, thinking I'm gonna eat those animals.
0: <laughs> and it works! And you're just drumming along. As you're getting close to the city of Lazar, you're noticing something. Uh, people running. Running, uh, what looks like just villagers and peasants running in your direction. Is there a 5k today?
2: It looks like those people are in distress.
0: Oh. Yeah, they
4: don't have running clothes on.
0: Mm, good call, good call. Yep, and as you're getting closer and closer, you, they're running, rushing past you, not even noticing you, they're going around you, so like 12, 15 people, and running after them, you realize you see what looks like, uh, first of all, oh, oh, those people are naked, also they have no skin, also they have no flesh, those are bones, those are skeletons, rushing at you, four of them.
4: I can't believe it took me this long to figure out they were skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And they're Dad. rushing in your direction. Roll for initiative. Roll two d six and add them together, please. Fairy dust hasn't worn off yet fully. <laughs> ten.
4: Ten. Ten.
0: Ten. Whoa. Ten. <laughs> Three tens. Yep. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. So wait. So ten. 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 Oh, wait. What? Four tens. Four tens. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. Okay, we're hot.
3: Yeah. We each take a
0: skeleton. Okay, yeah, because the skeletons go at four, so you each get attacked. So go, whoever wants to go first, each grab a, each attack a skeleton. and Describe it to me.
3: I'll take the runt of the litter. <laughs> He's like two foot six. He was probably a child, <laughs> which is now very sad that <laughs> I think about it and say it out loud. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Oh, buddy, I have my larger-than-reasonable mallet. It's trusty, and it's going to crack some bones apart. What does
0: your larger, larger-than-reasonable mallet look like?
3: Well, I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> it's got a nice, big, long staff. Uh, it's mahogany, much like the color of Romanick's pants. <laughs> it's a mahogany staff, and then it's a big square. You know, it's like Thor's hammer. The head of Thor's hammer on just a long <laughs> stick. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Go ahead and attack. All right. So it'd be three d six, and just five or six is all you need. I got a six. You got a six, and, a and you there, there. You basically go whoop and go down and basically crush it to the ground. Mm. This one skeleton, however, it is a skeleton, which means it has a spe- this skeleton has a special ability, which activates on a five. Mm. As you see, as you crush the skeleton, it is literally dust and fragments that and and instantly. Whoop, Go back into a regular skeleton.
3: No. no.
1: Next. Oh, uh, Romanic runs up to one. It's like a normal-looking guy, except he has all golden teeth. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, buddy! I hope you find this as humorous as I do." And he grabs one of the bones <laughs> and he swings it like a baseball bat and he tries to clock the skeleton's head like way off
0: across Roll the it. field. Roll it. Roll <laughs>
1: <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a, sec- you have a sec. You have a I feel like I'm being wrong. Oh, I almost <laughs> forgot. I almost oh forgot. You God. get two actions per turn, so you could attack again.
3: I'll let Romanek do whatever. Okay, he's yeah. Try,
0: try, Ramani. try your second attack, and then you can try again. Yeah. Oh, so then he's just
1: like the skeleton keeps coming toward him. He's like, oh, hang on. I think I'm coming down with a femur. <laughs> he grabs <Yeah>. another's bone. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to do the same thing again <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright And you crush it And you <laughs> rip it apart but It gets back up and These I'm only rolling 1d6 for these guys But they're very lucky as it brings back up Now use your second attack
3: Yeah I'm gonna do the same thing okay. 2 foot 6 skeleton probably a kid I feel bad about it yep. And no,
0: nope. no. Swing and a miss Yeah uh, the the luck is with skeletons this time. All right, who's next?
4: I'm gonna. So what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna pull a little piece off of Romanic's grease pants, and at first it looks like I'm gonna take a little snack. If people are like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Oh, I don't tell you guys what to say, but whatever. That's what I imagine.
3: What are you doing? <laughs> thank you. you,
4: thank you, uh, guys. I have a plan. And then I take out a match and I light up. Ooh. The grease thing, and I throw that at the skeleton, and it hits the skeleton and goes on fire.
0: Oh, that I like. Roll it. Well, that's still going to be a two d six. Two d six. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Okay, that is clever, and cleverness is always rewarded. As the as the skeleton burns alive and can't resurrect because it's on fire.
5: Ooh.
2: Whoa!
0: So that's three skeletons left. Tarquin.
2: <laughs> I shall do the noble thing because. I am evenly matched with the skeleton, as I am quite gangly and tall and <laughs> long and skeletal myself. Um, I'm I am going to take my my uh, my long, gangly arms and rip off the skull of the skeleton, and then play the rib cage like a xylophone.
0: Roll it, and you know what? That is funny. Roll for it with advantage for this one. So roll three d six for me. Five. All right, uh, because you rip off its head and start playing it like a xylophone, but because yeah, because you're not, you're still damaging it over time because you're playing it like an instrument, it doesn't resurrect. So it's, whenever it tries, the vibrations of the music just rip it apart, <laughs> hmm. down to two skeletons. Now the skeletons are going to go. Roll
5: again.
0: What? Oh, right, you have two actions. Oh yes, yeah. and, um, uh, and then I'm
2: going to take the other skeleton, and am I'm, I'm going to uh, use its uh fema leg uh, bones as a percussion
0: <laughs> <laughs> roll it I, no. no no you try, but you're too, you're so focused on the xylophone or yes. you yeah, just okay, so the two skeletons are going to attack, and you know I'm gonna roll randomly who they attack one two, three, four, so they're gonna romnik and the other one is gonna attack uh Harkus. all right, so skeleton number one attacking Romnick. Hits for one damage. Oh, I'm going to say you guys had a chance to rest over the two days, so you get whatever you took before you healed up. Okay. But you still take the one damage, because I just hit you in the face right now. Cool. So we've got to out. And then for Harkus, Man, lucky. Uh, you, take a, you take one damage. Aww. as basically this. With these rusty swords, start poking you. Top of the round. Who wants to go first?
4: I'll go first. Okay. What do I do?
0: All right. There's two skeletons left. What do you do?
4: Oh, that is my question. Okay, <laughs> two skeletons left. I'm like, you know what? Fire is power. <laughs> um, I'm going to rip a whole pants leg off of Romanek, let it on fire so it's long enough to slap them both with flames. Both? Yeah.
0: Oh right. right. I'm going to say, okay, since you're trying to attack both, I'm going to say you can do that, but with a disadvantage, so you roll a 1d6. Okay. But you can attack two if it works.
4: Okay, if it works. <laughs> It it, uh, you try
0: happen. to slap, but somehow the skill are able to dodge out of the way. But you get a second action. You can try again.
4: Yeah, I'm going to try again. All right. All right. Okay.
0: Nope. Nope. Just swinging those pants around. But <laughs> Just <not>.
4: swinging <laughs> pants around. Ugh, <laughs> uh, man. I hate when I do that.
1: And if you look down at this now bare leg of Romanek, you can see that he has... All his friends, the Titans, tattooed on his leg, and he's like a little embarrassed of it, and he's trying to cover it up. But they're doing a big group hug. Are you? Oh. Are you
0: wearing tidy whities
1: <laughs> Yeah, he is wearing tidy whiteies. Okay. But he did try to draw like a tartan pattern on the tidy All <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? I'm gonna I so
3: the little baby skeleton, two foot six. I'm gonna swing that one into the other one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go. Wild. All right, so you're to try to attack both like her. Yeah. So that's gonna be again at disadvantage. You have another option, so you can try again. Yeah. Or you can just try attack one with uh, your regular 3d6. I'm
3: going to try it again, okay. but I'm going to swing it the other way. I'm going to okay. grab the bigger one and okay. swing it into the little one.
0: Okay. Six. Yep. You basically take the little one, which may have been a child in a past life, and smash it against the other skeleton, ripping them apart. And I'm gonna say with that, they're just, because their bones are intermingled, they can't really resurrect very well, and they basically fall apart.
4: Yay! Yeah. Yay. <laughs>
0: now with their second combat, I can explain a little further about the combat rules. Now you know movement and attack. There's two other rules you can use, called focus and evade. If you use one of your actions to focus, then your next action to attack will succeed on a four, five, or six. So like, like so. So basically, if you, If you use one of your actions, focus, you get four, five, or six, and then there's evade. If you choose to evade for one of your actions, then until your next until your turn comes around again, whenever someone tries to hit you, you can roll a one d six, and if you succeed, you're able to evade the blow no matter what. Something to think about for the future, for future combats. All right, so skeletons have are have won, and you see some of the villagers looking back, like, "Oh crap, they're alive!" Wait, are you? Are you? We're the Titans
2: of ta- ta- Tarnia. Mm-hmm. We-, we heard that
0: sh- your group fell apart. Have you have you come to to save our land of Lazar
1: We
3: oh, yeah. I think you can answer. The- play your xylophone, your bone xylophone, and we'll answer that in a song.
1: <laughs> oh yeah! And uh, Romanic grabs a skull and he plugs up some of the holes and he starts blowing in it like a jug.
3: <sighs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was that was ma- majestic? Yeah, titans. Yes, yes. You, so you know about the undead killing people in our city, everywhere. The entire city, thousands are being killed. Whoa, hold on. We didn't know about this. We just knew about a bad wizard.
3: Yeah. Well, we kind of knew about the skeletons. I think we could infer... Yeah. From what just happened, yeah, the, the people running away. That makes sense. You clarified that for us. Yes. 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 Oh,
1: All right. think, sir, what's your name?
0: I am Claudin. Claudin? Hey,
4: Claudin, can you introduce us to the wizard of the town?
0: I am just a simple peasant, but I can't introduce her. I mean, I can maybe get you to the castles. Perhaps, if you wish.
3: I feel like that would work. Yeah, yeah that—that's that, yeah. yeah. pretty much sure we want to go. We don't really yeah,
4: need an official introduction for murder. I don't think. No, yeah. no.
3: Typically, you would want to avoid. You would want the
4: opposite. You're so right. This yeah. is why we work as a team. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
3: by the way, that tattoo is very, very fetching, Raman Oh, I love it. You. I
1: was a little embarrassed because it shows sort of a, an emotional openness that I don't normally reveal to people, but it is truly how I feel. Would mm-hmm. you?
0: Would you like some more pets, sir? Yeah, I guess I'll have your greasiest pair. Uh, yeah, of course. And he takes, he, gets, he goes into a pouch, grabs a pair of pants, and goes to one of the natural grease puddles of the land and rubs it and hands it to you. Oh, nice. He slips them on, and these
1: are uh, tearaway pants. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, clowning.
0: Okay, this is what I'm going to say, because you will put this in there. If you ever get into a situation where you just say, "I'm uh, during the act attack," you you get rid of your tearaway pants in a dramatic fashion. I'll ha- let you have advantage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So follow me, and he leads you off.
2: Ooh.
0: Yep. And ah. you go to what? Uh, you go up across the hill, and you see before you the massive city of Lazar. And the, uh, far off in the distance, you see the castle. But you see fires everywhere, and you hear the sounds of screaming. He's like, "Okay, I, I think I know a few side alleys. I can lead you." And he. he can le- Heads off,
3: Romanek. Be careful! Your pants are
1: covered in grease, and there's a lot of fire everywhere. Such, such. Yeah, like, have
4: you ever thought about maybe wearing non-grease pants?
1: It's once you get used to it, it's really hard to go back. Everything else feels so starchy and stiff. Mm-hmm.
3: That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Right. I just want you to be careful. I just want you. Okay. Don't want you we catch fire. You. We love yeah, you. We do.
2: Thanks, you guys. Oh,
3: Napoleon is
1: afraid of the fires.
2: Nay. No, it's all right. It's all right. Nay. Oh Tony's
1: dumbass is starting to eat them. <laughs> ah, He's
3: doing a good job of it. That's actually super helpful. (laughs) He's pretty much putting out fire. Sucking
1: him down and somehow it's contained within his belly. A power I didn't know he had.
0: (laughs) It's impressive.
4: Wow, he's a fire pig.
0: Yep. And Tony bursts into flames.
4: But he seems okay. Whoa. Honestly, kind of (laughs) disappointed.
1: We could have had roast ham, Barbecue. but <laughs> little but fire funny. pig, Tony, could help us in a fight later. Sure. True. Especially yeah. if I rip off my pants and get an advantage. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, just,
0: it's
3: like a two-part, it's a, a partner
0: tag team mm-hmm. play. Yeah, And Claudius leads you all through these very side passages, hopefully in secret towards the castle. And eventually, uh, it takes a little time because you're trying to avoid armies of skeletons and zombies. And sadly, you have to run past people who are screaming for help because you know where you have to go to save the world. You're there to kill a guy. You're not really there to save people. But you know what? It's good that thing – That's a bonus. It's a bonus. You're heroes of the land again. It's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we save a bad guy, then we get to kill even more people. And that yeah. is cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And so- if we
4: save a good guy, they'll <clears throat> give us stuff.
1: That's also cool. Yeah. Hopefully, Banana Republic gift cards. Yeah, because
3: yeah. we know we can't take cash. Yeah.
4: No. Oh, no. oh,
1: and we see a like sort of like dilapidated, abandoned Banana Republic, <gasps> and we we all give each other a look like, oh, are we no. all thinking the same thing? Think <laughs> we're we're the Cut same. to an exit scene. <laughs> <laughs> What
0: do <are> your new <laughs> your new heroic duds look
1: like?
3: <laughs> Harkis walks out, <laughs> strutting, jet black. Suit pants. Ooh. Nice white tuxedo shirt. A legitimate tuxedo shirt, not a tuxedo t shirt. A velvet jet black blazer. And a red bow tie. Ooh. Looks hot.
2: (laughs) Sir Taquin is coming out wearing, uh, nice tight boyfriend cut jeans that are night (laughs) wash. and a, 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 a yellow and blue rugby shirt that's nice and fitted and a, and a baseball cap that says USA.
1: <laughs> oh, um, Romanic is wearing a white... V-neck T with a graphic on it, and it's that Calvin pissing thing, and then he's pissing on a wizard, <laughs> and it says "Whiz on this" <laughs> in block print, and then he's got a black leather jacket on, and he's still wearing his tearaway pants because those will give him an advantage. Like. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tori has uh, peeled the employees must watch wash hands sign off the bathroom, and is wearing that. <laughs>
3: Little Tony is also in a tuxedo jacket. Of course. Or a
1: leather in. jacket. Yep. So sorry, that's what I meant. Okay.
2: That's of course he is, yep. And Napoleon has a crossbody bag of a kitten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and under uh, Little Tony's tuxedo, or leather jacket, is a tuxedo tee. <laughs> and so he did fit them both in.
0: <laughs> yep. And uh, Claudius leads you to what looks like the front gates of the castle, guarded by what looks like two zombies. <laughs> These are two massive zombies, like, fully encased in armor. Oh, hang on, guys. I happen to know that
1: I am a very charming scoundrel. I'll speak their language
2: oh, and reason okay. with them. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. All right.
1: And so Romanek kind of, like, lumbers over to them, and as he's walking, he's kind of, like, smearing dirt on his face. He's, like, contorting himself to look, like, broken and dead. And he goes up to them, and he goes, Oh! Oh, and he's like gesturing like that they should go investigate
0: something. Give me a roll. 3d6, I think you get advantage on this, right?
1: Yeah. Ooh, two fives and a
0: six. Oh right. So they look at you and like <coughs> you see you see what the one zombie was the zombie look at the other zombie and wrist raises hands like <coughs> Oh, and the other and goes like, just slap, you says, and they just start walking, lumbering off, like arguing with each other. And Romanek is giving them like a reassuring,
1: like, <laughs> it, it's nobody's
0: bad, everyone yep, yep, okay. One of them like taps you on the shoulder, just gives you a hug. You did, like, translated, you did me a solid.
1: <laughs> Romanek gives him like a hearty backpack, or backpack, and the zombie's arm falls off.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they lumber off. That was quite impressive.
3: Ooh, I'd yeah. hold on to that arm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It and might come in handy later. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you do see it twitch every once in a while. Well, Yeah. Oh. But you keep the arm. All right? Oh. And you head inside the castle.
3: Oh, hey. Good mm-hmm. job. Yeah. We're doing pretty good so far. Yeah. 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 This has all worked out pretty well.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And as you walk in, you see what looks like another zombie in what looks like a, a, a butler's uniform. stuff like lumber form. Brr. Brr. Romanic is going to try to charm him as well. Yeah, okay, what are you saying?
1: Um, come on, like, like, I'm giving him, like, a drink order. Like, I'm a guest who's
0: supposed to be there. <laughs> Give me a charm roll.
1: Two sixes.
0: You see him, you see the, you see the zombie try to bar, it makes it about halfway. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, let me get you uh, a drink. Would you like the blood of the innocent or the blood of the innocent?
1: I guess we like a uh, part of the innocent uh, drizzled over some eyeballs of the youth. Oh, you are a classy gentleman. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And around for my friends. Okay,
0: <laughs> of course. I'll I'll uh, warn the the guards that you're there to head to the ballroom if that's okay with your Oh friend. yes, please. All right, that. all right. Man. And he start. He just lumbers away. Cool. And he, he points in general direction of the ballroom.
3: You say he was going to warn the guards that we're going to the ballroom?
0: Yeah, to not get in your way. Oh, cool!
4: Cool! 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 Cool!
0: baby. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So a uh, ballroom. Yep. And yeah. 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 You had to do the ballroom, and you you, you pass by numerous zombie guards. It's all staring at you, and all of them go. Some of them go give you a Some of them go like. Rrr, 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 rrr. And Dominic's like or
1: Romanic, sorry, <sighs> is like going down. you do like. What's up, my guys? Hey, Dead Mike! Like he knows all these people. He's doing like fist bumps and high fives, and like their body parts are flying everywhere
0: as he like hits them. And you go to the large grand door of the ballroom with like etching, uh, golden etchings of the great, uh, great uh, thing, great things that have been done in the nation of uh, Armies that have been defeated, monsters that have been destroyed. But it's gold, but the gold looks stained, and there's, and the wood itself looks like it's, there's like some sort of fungus on it. Knock, knock. Boom, boom, with that knock. And the door slowly open, you realize by themselves, and you see the shambling forms of Noble, Noble, as, with a clear vision, because you were kind of very high when you saw this before, but you can see them clearly now. It looks like they're, they're wearing clothes and has been washed in weeks. And there's fungus growing on the clothing and the people are just shuffling around oh, in what looks like circles around the ballroom. And on the other side, you see the king. Uh, you assume he may have been a handsome man once, but now it's just half of his face is just a skeleton. And he's just staring off ahead. And next to him is uh, still looking at the orb. And realize you realize, Harcus in the same position you saw in the vision, the wizard with the dark cloak, that pale face.
3: So I want to say two things right now. One, Harkus, not Harkus, Romanic. <laughs> I see why you fit in so well here. They all are just as gross and dirty <laughs> as you are.
1: Okay, yeah, these guys definitely have not learned the clothes cleaning rules that I have learned recently. <laughs>
3: yeah, 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 for sure. But hey, it works out. It's worked out really well. Second thing, the guy with the orb up there, I saw this in my vision. That's him. Seshway. Sejue. 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 Wearing the sedgeway cloak from Banana Republic.
4: Oh my gosh, I can't believe someone so evil shops at the same place we do.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh my. they are all conflicted. Yeah. Look, yeah, I really care about I, Banana Republic. I hate
4: him because I want to kill someone and we're allowed to kill him, but I love him because he is also wearing Banana Republic.
1: I think the first step we have to do then Is undress this guy And then we can kill him <laughs> without any qualms
4: yeah. I agree, I agree. I And then yeah. I will yeah. wear his clothes <laughs> Or tear it apart and we can all wear pieces of it
0: That's cool
3: I like that Do
0: I hear people speaking of murder?
3: Hello uh, Yeah Good Good
4: yes. day Basically yes.
5: Welcome to my kingdom yes. Mortals
4: Come in. Uh, Welcome to you, too.
1: Yeah, welcome to (gasps) meeting us. All right, (laughs) right,
2: I'm going to be so brave right now. I'm going to be brave, courage, courage for the sea, sea for courage. Courage is heart, heart, courage. That's the the root of the word of courage is core, which
3: is French for heart. Like Romanik's shirt says, whiz on this. (laughs) (laughs) way. Ah, you know my name.
2: You are a learned individual, I see. That I am. I am a brave, I'm a brave knight. We're full of courage and a heart that pumps the fire of a million men, and I say, You, sir, are not welcome here. Oh, I do apologize. Perhaps I should leave right now.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, I
4: mean, if that's what you want to do, we can all go to Banana Republic together and forget this whole thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: apology accepted, and also welcome to the fashion montage. Cut, no, no. <laughs> I
4: was so tempted, but
3: no. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. We we do like killing people, and we did want to undress him. Wait, that's weird that I said that. We can just ignore yeah, it. Yeah, just
1: to be but. clear, Sedgway, we weren't going to undress you in like a sexual sense or anything. Yeah. We were doing it so we had no qualms about spilling your blood on Banana Republic clothes. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, hold on. You guys dress
0: up in Banana Republic, too?
4: Yeah, yes. yes, look at loves us. it.
0: We I, mean, you, I, I thought I saw you were fashionable, but wow. I'm conflicted right now, too.
4: Yeah. Very, yeah. very conflicted.
3: We're all struggling with that. Oh, boy.
4: Okay. This piece is from the Banana Republic bathroom that I'm wearing. Brave. Thank very you. Very brave. Thank you. Mm.
3: Trendy, too.
0: Mm. How about this? I have to kill you. I apologize, but I can resurrect you as my servants. We have dental... Medical,
1: hmm. Sergeevich. That honestly seems like a bold-faced lie. I mean, look at your other servants; they're kind of mm-hmm. like rotting up into pieces, and this king has half a face.
0: Give me a roll. You can, and you have advantage with lying, as I recall, to see if he's telling the truth or not.
2: I I do.
0: Well, I thought it was. No. I have carried. Oh well. Me. Well, then you can roll for yes. it. want. No. You have no idea.
2: My 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 vision my 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 mind's eyes just was such sort a of flurry. <laughs> I
3: don't know. It feels pretty like you laid it out pretty clearly. It seems like he's lying for, for sure. sure.
4: <laughs> Guys, come on! Like whether he's lying or he's not, like if the thing is to be resurrected as a servant, like we don't get to be our team anymore. And That's the whole true. thing, the whole part of this besides killing people, is like to stay in the team this time.
1: Yeah. You know what? You're right. And then Romnick uses his nimble fingers ability to skillfully pluck a booger out of his nose and flick it into the eye of one of the zombies. You know what?
0: Roll it. Let's see. This isn't part of the turn. Just... Don't... Got a six. Yep. Easily enough. You see one of the regular noble zombies heads get blasted with a booger. <laughs> wow. You think he probably might like been a governor or something in the past life? Now, lacking a head. Well... I guess that's your choice. And he raises his orb, and you see the, t- the forms of the zombies turn towards each other and start running at each other and hitting each other. And as they hit, you realize the flesh, all of their flesh starts to combine, mixing together, molding. Mm. And before you were just several noble undead, you see the form of two undead flesh golems. Oh, boy. The, uh, basically large, uh, maybe eight foot tall... Thickly built, you can see it's not the the molding is not one hundred percent complete. So every once in a while, you see the, what looks like poking out fingers, arms, heads poking out of the arms and the legs, and mm-hmm. the, especially with the torso. The torso is just full of screaming faces. Is
2: that Stacy?
0: <laughs> Stacy,
5: I
2: always knew
4: she Stacey's was calm.
0: <laughs> I had it going on once, no, <laughs> but uh, and you see, it was, and then you see the wizard go like, well. Time to die. Roll for initiative. 2d6. First the wizard.
2: Six.
4: Seven.
0: Seven. Twelve. Three. <laughs> Seven. Romney had three, what you have? Twelve. Twelve. All right, so six for the wizard, and for the golems, they go at... They go at nine. Sweet. So, twelve. Harkis, you go first. In front are the two uh, golems. They're protecting, it looks like, protecting the form of the wizard. So, you can't kid them. You, uh, you're you going to have to move in order to try to rush at the wizard.
3: Dear bear god, Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, <coughs> wrong voice.
0: Yes, my son.
3: Uh, I'm so worried about what I'm about to do, but you told me to channel my rage. So I think it's time for me to go berserk on this wizard. So I'm going to move mm-hmm. around them and
0: try and kill a wizard. And then you hear the the sound of combat of your people. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let uh, the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. The yeah. Yep. Now you're going berserk, which yeah. means that you roll a disadvantage. But if you hit. You take the person takes two damage instead of one, so let's see if you get lucky on this first strike.
2: No, but you get two actions, so let's go again.
5: Okay.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh. no, no. Right.
0: Now remember, you can use one of your actions to focus. So that basically you succeed on a four, five or six for next time. So right. basically you try you rush past somehow, rush past the two uh golems, and they're trying to hit the ground where you are, and you're like you jump and try to claw claw at the at the wizard, but he dodges out No, he press ups up a protective a magical field. Zn Ah,
3: uh, foolish.
0: Alright. Next up is nine, which is of the golems. One of the golems, unhappy that you're going after his boss. Is going to strike you, Harkus. Mm-hmm. The hit, uh, basically, you take a boat of damage as it basically uppercuts you, like you're still somewhat in the air, trying to slash, and it uppercuts you into the ceiling.
5: Oh! oh. oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and as for the other one, is going to attack one, two, three. The other golem is going to attack Tori and misses as it tried to pound you into the ground. You're able to dodge out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Next is. Uh, Sir Tarquin or the wizard, I'm gonna say Tarquin goes first before- Oh, actually, no, sorry, Tori, you go next.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. I'm rolling my two dice.
0: Yeah, uh, what are you hitting with?
4: Oh, um, I am gonna grab a jawbone from somebody, and I'm gonna, like, swing it like a frisbee.
0: Yep, yeah, alright, that's it, improvise, so yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> Ooh, what do you- wait, who, do you, who are you hitting, the zombie or the-
4: the uh, I'm like the taking wizard. the jawbone from the zombie and I'm hitting the creature.
0: Oh, one, right. of those golems, right? yeah, one of yeah, the yeah. zombie goals, right? Yeah Yeah, you hit golems. it and you, you, you basically it goes deep into the creature. you cause it uh, mm-hmm. damage. Sick. <laughs> okay. all right.
2: perfect. All right, so now, Sir Tarquin. I am going to recite the, the spell in one of the books that I read in my tall tower that will make sure that those uh, golems
0: melt.
5: Oh.
0: oh, interesting. Now, you technically are not a spellcaster, right? No, but I'm a scholar. You and are? And I've read it and I've
2: memorized it in my novel.
0: I like it. I like it. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. Uh, you can attack both, but it's going to be a disadvantage. Oh. So you can still try it, but it's only going to be the 1d3. However, remember you have you can use one of your actions to focus. And then the other action, if you for that one d6 is gonna be four, five or six to succeed.
2: Okay, I'm gonna
0: focus. So, okay, so the first action is focusing. Now the second action, so you can only attack once, but with this spell, if it's if it worked with only one d6, on a four, five, or six it succeeds, and your attack able to do some damage to both of them. <sighs> oh, yes. Yeah. you cast a spell and you you mispronounce the final words. It what happens every for? time. Oh, the borks, bork, 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 All right, all right. So that was a Tarquin. Uh, let's see. And now the wizard's gonna go. He's gonna raise up his his orbs, and you see jutting from the ground what looks like numerous zombie and skeletal hands trying to grab all of you, causing to try to cause all of you damage.
3: Ow! Ah!
0: Oh no! And he fails oh, as you're all yes. able to dodge how do you all dodge away so, with g- <clears throat> How do you dodge away with all those grasping hands coming from the
3: ground? Um, question, is the wizard in range of me? He is currently in range of you. Great, guys. so I'm gonna use my opportunist trait and nice. I'm gonna try and hit him back because he failed to hit me. It's
0: a it's a disadvantage. Uh yeah. And you're still at Berserk, right, as I recall? Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes, you're still berserking, so if you if you hit, you do damage instead of one. Alright. No, oh, so oh, sorry. No. <laughs> All right, but it would have been cool. But it would have been so <laughs>
3: cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you still try to swipe at it, but he's not distracted enough to to get hit by it. But yeah, so that is his turn. And now three is Romanic.
1: Okay, we haven't really discussed this element of Romanic's character yet. Okay. But before he became a hero and a quester, he was mainly living the life of a scammer by dressing up as a rich folk and attending parties and picking their purses. Mm. He uses this knowledge to see that in this mass of writhing golem, he sees the tassels of a cape that he recognizes from the ballroom days. And he knows that the angle that this tassel is sticking out, if he rips out the cape, it's going to rip out a huge chunk of this zombie and separate it from the rest of the golem. And he runs up and tries to yank on it.
0: Okay. This is to say. Because you're using your backstory to help in this, I'm going to let you roll with advantage. To see if you succeed. Very nice. Okay, yeah. So you you rip out one of the zombies, and you realize it's one of the connecting zombies. It's basically to one of the important joints. I'm going to say you cause it two damage, because that's yes. funny. So done. I'm going to say you're attacking one that's already injured, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Actually, that's enough for this creature. Yeah. You you, you take out one of the connecting right near the spine, and you rip out that zombie, and you see the zombie, the zombie undead... Uh, Golem stand there and then topple in half. It's basically, its front, ha- its top half goes backwards, one hundred and eighty degrees towards like right next to its legs and splits apart. That's where yoga really would have come in. No, yeah. So one of the golems is down. Okay, top of the round, Harkus. Mm. You're from wizard and you have one golem. What are you going to do? I'm going to focus on the wizard. Okay.
3: And I am still gonna try and go berserk because the bear god Darren literally told me to do it.
0: I believe in you, my child.
3: Thank you, Darren. All hail. Praise Darren.
2: Part of the cards.
0: Six. Your claw goes up and basically from from basically it's uh his stomach up to his face, claw marks. Blood gushing everywhere. And he's screaming not down, but he's screaming in pain. Next he's on that. Next attack. You have one more.
3: Oh. Yep. Um, cool. Okay. Well, um, great. So okay. I'm gonna uh yeah, well i guess yeah, I guess still got my mallet, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. Okay. I'm just gonna go for the wizard again. Okay. He seems
0: hurt. aha no good <laughs> <laughs> no you you berserker rage and hit, hit him once and then like you, you go for the mallet but it just he dodges out of the way but he's he looks he looks hurt okay uh next is 9 which is cert- sir is that oh that's a golem sorry my bad golem i apologize Ooh. so the golem is going to use an ability and he's just going to just stomp it. both of his arms across the floor trying to make trying to hit you guys with random stones that are all over the place um, let's say he rolls with this fails. As you see bits of uh base, bits of masonry, bits of bricks like going all over the room, but not hitting any of you.
3: So still in range of me.
0: Yes, he is. Great. Yes, it is. <laughs>
3: I'm taking a swing. <laughs> all right. I hit him.
0: You slash at the golem. You are a monster. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So you slash at the golem. And you already took two. Praise Darren. <laughs> Darren. We cool. <laughs> All right, so we're up to Tori.
4: Okay. um, I am going to try and go- and grab the wizard's glowing orb thing and, uh, like, smash it on the ground because I suspect that's where all of his powers live.
0: Clever. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to let you do it at a disadvantage. Okay. Let's see if you're able to do this.
4: Ah, Not in your no. first action. Failure. But
0: can you do it again? You have a second action. Oh, also so failure. You <laughs> try to grab the orb, but it's hot to the touch. It literally burns your hand as you try to mm. grab it out. Cool idea, though. But
5: Thanks.
0: Some t- here's one of the greatest lessons of role-playing games. Sometimes the dice just screws you over. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Don't
0: I know it. <laughs> so, Sir Tarquin. I... You have a Hurt Golem and a Hurt Wizard. going
2: to recite the history of the lollipop people and i'm going to bore the gollum to death now since
0: you're a learned scholar yes. and you get a bonus whenever you're researching this counts as that so you'll have the advantage as you literally try to bore gollum well the many faces in the gollum to death so let's see what happens so- Three. So you roll a three and tell me if you get a oh, five, okay. four, or it five or a six. But oh. well, you have two actions. You can try again. I shall
2: try again.
5: Yes.
3: Yep.
0: Tell me the first stanza of the history of the Lollipop people. <laughs>
3: Hit me your xylophone, I'll play you. <laughs> I'll play for you.
0: One cannot
2: just simply know of the land of the lollipop people. One must believe in it inside of your heart. Because to maximize the production of the people of the lollipop land juxtaposed to the people
0: living in an of such
2: it's working! It's working!
0: And the, the, the zombie part the, the, the zombie golem literally falls apart as basically every single former person inside just dies of boredom and, and it's, a, it's now just a pile of dead bodies
2: Stacy oh my god <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't save you
0: you, you see Stacy looking up and she's like this is why we broke up
3: wow Stacy's mom might have had it going on, but. <laughs> Sorry, Stacy. <laughs> you, really, you really sucked.
2: You know, it's, it's okay. You know. Bros before. Stacy.
0: <laughs> Wizard's turn is going to cast one of its spells. Uh, he's getting desperate, and you see him throw up a hand, and you see uh, what looks like a portal open. And looks like a giant undead eye look down, and looks like numerous tendrils that slash, try to slash at all of you. And you realize this is a, a sort of high power ability. As you all, well, let's see if it hits. Mm. Yes, random uh, barbed tentacles strike all of you. Each of you takes oh. each of you takes two damage.
4: Oh no! Oh, no. I oh. Should
3: have <laughs> put on more
0: layers. <laughs> I'm
3: so skinny. My velvet blazer is ripped. <laughs>
0: Now, uh, Harkus, as I recall, you can do an opportunity attack, because you're close to him, correct? Only if he misses. Oh, only if he misses. Never yeah. mind, then. All right, that's fine. Thank you for being fair. Of course. All right, so, I'm an it is now, kid. so that was Tarquin, so now, Romanik, what are you going to do? Mm. Now, remember, I want you to remember, this is very important, you have tearaway pants. I remember this. And you also <laughs> have a fire pig. Mm. I'm gonna also say the fire pig could also give you advantage on a roll. Cool.
1: I have an idea. Okay. But first, (laughs) the bruised and beaten Romanik spits a handful of teeth into his hands. (laughs) He slams them to the ground and they clatter across the ballroom. One of his characteristics is that he's willing to put himself at risk so his loved ones don't have to. Mm -hmm. He rips off the pants. And uses them like a matador <laughs> to enrage little the fiery little Tony, who goes <laughs> charging full speed. Romanic jumps on top of him and starts riding him like a surfboard once again. And they go running in on a suicide mission, head first into the wizard, and they're going to hit him as hard as they can, running full speed.
0: This is a suicide mission? Well, it feels like it. Okay. <laughs> Roll a 3d6. Because this was advantage, because you tore away the pants and have a fire pig. <laughs> oh, oh,
5: oh.
4: <laughs> Robinic, no! <laughs> no, and he doesn't have the pants. Yep, you, you, cool.
0: you have another action, but you no longer have the pants. No longer have the pants. I'm gonna say you. I'm gonna say you use the pants for this advantage, but you also have to still have the fire pig. How do you? So I'm gonna give you a three to six for the second action. How do you use the fire pig to help you? I mean, you're already riding him, so yeah. I'm already riding him.
1: Um, Raminik jumps into the air and he comes down doing like a full body slam onto little Tony. And when he hits, it's gonna compress little Tony and shoot out a ball of fire from all that fire
0: he ate. Do it. Three again? Three again. Because you're using fire pig. Fire pig.
5: Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh,
4: Romanic, no! Romanek, <laughs> oh.
5: you,
1: uh,
4: like, this you lesson had such
5: big out.
1: dreams, and yet... It goes so well for Romanic when he is trying to use his charisma
0: <laughs> <not> fighting anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you, so you guys see Romanic try to rush in with a pig. The, the wizard dodges out of the way, and then a burst of fire goes at the cri- wizard, and he brings up a protective shield. Ooh. Ow. Oh, top of the round, Harkis. <laughs> this wizard is feisty.
3: All right. Bear oh. God, Darren. Yes? I'm going to keep keep on rocking. I'm going to focus mm-hmm. again yeah, just, on go, wizard. Here, you
0: just got to feel the rage. Feel the rage. You got this. You got this. You got this. You got this. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe out. Six. Oh. How do you rip apart this wizard?
3: I go in through the chest. Oh! I reach in and pull out his spine
0: from <laughs> front. And like, a, like the predator, you have a spine with a skull at the end. And you see this, the necromancer still looking at you. I will k- kill you for this. I will kill you for this. Somehow still st- speaking without lungs.
3: I would prefer if you did not do that.
0: (laughs) I will rip apart you, your family, anyone you've ever known. How dare you do this? But you see his body topple, and it's just an angry skull on a spine.
3: That I'm holding. That you're holding.
0: (laughs) I will say this. That portal to a dark dimension is still open.
4: I vote we don't bring him with us on the rest of the journey. (laughs) He
3: seems rude. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No. Do you want his cloak? His body toppled, so yeah, you can pick definitely. up his cloak and take
0: that. I bought that, up but rep- don't don't. Hey,
3: we hey. all bought these. Uh, you ripped my velvet blazer with your thorn tentacles, so I don't want to hear about it.
0: Hey, hey, I, I will. I'll, I, I, i just trying to buy you. I, I,
3: I, I, stop hey. doing that. Okay, I'm gonna throw him into the portal. Don't, no,
0: hey, oh. hey, don't do it. Hey, hey, I, I am. Hey, I'm wait, gonna no, throw you. Wait, I'll just give you all the money you? I have. No, I, I, I
3: don't want money. I prefer friendship, or Banana Republic gift cards, which also preserves our guild friendship.
0: Well, I... I, Okay, I don't have any gift cards, but I could give you... I could resurrect you as a servant. That's still on the table. We already decided that. No, you can't
3: give us
4: the same offer. I'm gonna gonna do a lasso
3: (laughs) throw. I'm gonna dip him around a bunch, and then just talk him into the ceiling.
0: He enters in. You actually there's a moment where you actually see the the skull hit the guy the the otherworldly eye and the eye blinks. It's like and you hear rumbling through the castle. Ow! And the portal closes. Did we did we win? I think so. You look out the window and you see uh, you can see tides of skeleton warriors and zombies topple to the ground.
4: That's a good sign. Yeah, Yeah. I think.
5: Yeah,
2: guys,
4: we didn't mean to, but I think we did something morally good today. Wow! And
1: we got to kill a bunch of things, Mm. and we got some sick threads. The wizard's body is like turning into ash and dust, and he's. Romnick sees that he has way better underwear than (laughs) Romnick's shitty tiny (laughs) ones, and he scoops them up and puts them in his pocket for later.
3: In the pocket of his tearaway pants that he's not wearing? (laughs) He's
0: reassembled them. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) And you guys have succeeded in your mission of killing a wizard. Final scenes from each of you.
3: Argus goes back to Maria Mm -hmm. with the... Hi, 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 Maria. I did it. Congratulations. I saw saw Darren. He spoke to me.
0: Oh, it's been been a long time since he's spoken to you. Congratulations.
3: Yeah, yeah. I really feel like I learned what it means to be a rage bear." I'm so proud of you. That's all I ever really wanted to hear. I had a really tough childhood, you know.
0: And you hear hear Maria sigh and grab a beer and just
3: get ready for the long talk. (laughs) I've I've really needed this for a long time. I just needed somebody to listen to me. But now I understand my rage and the benefits of it, and I think I could really use it as a a positive to help other people. And I have three really great friends. (laughs) Who... Come with me to shop at Banana Republic in a way that nobody ever has before, and it just means so much to
1: me. Um, then we see Romanek back at the Sizzling Goat, <coughs> or the si- yeah, the Sizzling Goat. Something like that, yeah. Um, hoof? and the sizzling, sizzling Hoof. Hooves. Yes, that's right. He's back at the Sizzling Hoof, and now he's wearing a badge that says "Head Short Order Cook," <laughs> <laughs> and he's frying hooves. And then he sees his friends pull up in a magically drawn carriage outside, and he goes, Hey, boss, I'm taking the weekend off. Of course, sir, not a problem, not a problem. And we see the boss is wearing, like, an iPad, with <laughs> missing fingers. All right, I'm out of here. And he jumps over the bar, knocks everyone's foods off, <laughs> and hops in the carriage and rides off into the sunset.
4: Tori is eating a big pile of uh goat hooves <laughs> that he fried, and uh, says... Man, I'm glad I didn't end up eating any of my friend's friends along the way. (laughs) This is so much better.
5: (laughs) And
2: we see Sir Tarquin sitting with a pile of books in front of him, and he's turning the pages as a rustling fire is behind him, and little Napoleon is nestled at his feet. Nay. I'm so happy it's just us, Napoleon. Nay.
0: And my friends. Nay. Nay. And that's where we end today's session of Tiny Dungeon. And can we have a theme song, please? Oh, Nellie!
5: Oh, baby!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, how did you guys feel role-playing in a Tiny Dungeon in this particular game?
1: (laughs) That was really fun. it was very fun. Yeah. (laughs)
0: All right, cool. Uh, I know that some of you haven't played role-playing games or at least in a while or something. And you guys, I'm glad you had fun. It yeah. felt like you guys were having yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit.
3: Yeah. yeah that was really nice. All right, cool.
0: <laughs> so can you go around tell me any upcoming projects or groups you're part of, et cetera, that i can post? I'm going to post it all in show notes, but if there's anything that comes to mind because this is going to be posting probably in February 26, I believe. Hmm. So if any upcoming projects or anything, any, in- oh, post what your Instagram is or what your Twitter, et cetera.
1: Me first? Okay, uh, well, I'm Marcus Haugen uh, on all social platforms at ME underscore Haugen, and I also have a podcast that I want to plug. It's called A Winkle in Time. It's a scripted <laughs> comedy podcast about the Winklevoss twins where they row a canoe through the time stream and steal inventions.
2: <laughs> um, You can follow me on Instagram at Adrian, Princess of Pudding, Uh, and on the Twitter at Adrian underscore Sexton. And um, I don't have a podcast. But I want one!
0: Hey guys, interrupting to say that Adrian Sexton does, in fact, now have a podcast called Left and Correct that she does with her friend Zach Summerfield. And full disclosure, I'm a producer on the podcast, so occasionally you may hear me saying something halfway funny in the background. Anyway, uh, back to them.
3: Uh, this is very fun. My name is Leslie. My character's name was Harkis Malgan. I just really want to put that out there again. You can find me on Instagram at Owls B-E-E, that throws some people off. Or Leslie takes pictures for like pictures of shows that I've taken pictures of. Yes, very good sentence structure. <laughs> I host a couple of shows that probably will happen before this gets released, but you can keep an eye out for uh, improvised live podcast episode that I do with two of my friends and a guest that we bring in for every show. I have an indie team that performs around the city called Guestbook Improv, and we have a monthly show where we marry another improv team, and I'm also on a sketch team at the Armory, Wednesdays, select Wednesdays at 9.30 at the Tank.
4: Hi, I'm Laura again. I have a, um, sketch team that's releasing more videos called Soul Crush, so you can see our videos at youtube.com slash Comedy, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Passive Abrasive.
0: Great. And links to all this will be in the show notes for this episode. So thanks, all of you, for coming to my podcast and listening to my crazy world I built for you guys to murder in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yay! Okay. And with that... In Republic! Inner Republic! <laughs> Uh, better Republic, you can bring out the money to uh, blank <laughs> uh, with that we are out hey guys I hope you enjoyed this episode of fanable pitfall if you like it we have plenty of podcasts and other genres and systems you might enjoy the long shot taking place in the science fantasy world of Luminera. the solo shot set in the star wars universe as well as our ever-changing Friday game set in worlds of fantasy, science fiction, horror, and anything else you can think of. If you wish to support us, consider linking us on social media, talking about us on forums, or if you have an extra bit of spare cash, sending a little our way through Patreon. Any way you wish to support us, we would appreciate. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.